One of the questions was asked to, asked to us as panelists, like, you know, this whole thirsty thing, women being thirsty and everything. I said, there's nothing wrong with being mm-hmm. thirsty. Just don't be parched. And I explained that from a time when I was a little girl. And I remember I was at work with my mother and I kept telling her, I'm thirsty. I'm thirsty. Thirsty. I need something to drink. And I remember I saw her with this Dr. Pepper can. And I was like, I know she didn't go get soda without me. Like, what's going on? And so when she put the soda can down, she came from outside back into her job, put the soda can down and went somewhere. I went to that soda can, picked it up, and I and I just started like I was going to drink it. But then I got a mouthful of ashes. And my mother came and that's back when the mom was jacking yeah. up. Jacked me up. She's like, why are you running around here acting like you parched? I'm LaTara Sarwithfield, and welcome to the Dear Future Wifey Podcast. Welcome to the Dear Future Wifey Podcast. I'm your host, LaTara Sarwithfield. Listen, thank y'all so much. Um, y'all helped me reach the goal of 50K subscribers, so give it up for yourselves. Thank you so, so much. Hey, listen, if you're watching this podcast and you're not subscribed, can you please stop shacking up with us and hit that subscription button? Go ahead. Let's make a commitment. I think you got some commitment issues because when I look at the analytics, 65% of the people who watch the videos are still not subscribed. So what does that tell me is that we could be at 115,000 subscribers if everybody who watched it subscribed. So let's go and reach the next goal of 100K. Well, today I'm so excited to have my brother and sister on this podcast. They are so dope. I mean, just talking to them. Uh, we went to breakfast today and like I said, I... I we almost did the podcast at the restaurant because they are so dope and so just cool. And you you, you will see that it's evident that they were meant to be with each other. So without further ado, welcome my brother to the podcast, Paul Bache Williams, who's a psychotherapist and Tyra Gates, right? Yes. All right. Tyra Gates Williams, who's a brand expert. And so uh, y'all give it up for him. How y'all doing? Good. Fabulous. Yeah, we're Wonderful to be, to be here. here. Yeah, she, she, they, they all Brandon. She had me. They all got three part names. So, yeah. right, 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 right. We had to, we work hard for those names. Yeah, you got to hear them all. Yeah, you got to get them all because you don't want to confuse Tyra Williams with another Tyra Gates Williams. You got to have them all together. Right, make sure it's Brandon. Right. Yeah. TGW PBW. There it is. There it is. Let me tell you something. What was so dope about y'all? And um, I allowed y'all to name this episode because it's so befitting. And today's episode is called When Love Aligns. Yes. 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 Ah, Lord Jesus. All right. So I'm trying not to get too emotional on this episode <laughs> because just talking to you, y'all is like, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I want. I want when I meet the person that even if it, uh, you know what? I'm not even going to go in there. I'm just going to talk to y'all. How did y'all meet? <laughs> oh, so we met on a panel. We met at, uh, we both spoke uh, for Love Dish, our good yeah. friend of ours. She was doing. Um, a segment where she had people will come and cook or, or whatever it was, but yes. she brought all the guests from the first three seasons to do a uh, relationship panel. Yeah. And so we met there um, and we both talk about how we didn't, neither one of us wanted to go that night. Yeah. Like yeah. I was just finishing up clients. It was rainy. It was cold. Yes. And I was like, let me just, let me just go. I said I was going to go. So let me just show up. Yeah. And I was, Supposed to be there, I think, at by seven, and I was still in the bed at six fifteen. <laughs> so you had no intentions of going. It, it was middle of February. And shout out to Kay, forgive me, Kay, but <laughs> I'm just being transparent. Um, yeah, it was freezing cold. It was February, and it was raining. And I was at six fifteen. I got to be there at seven. I was thinking of every excuse not to go, but I said, you know what? I gave my word. Let me get up, mm-hmm. and I went. And getting up, 
allowed you to <laughs> meet this gentleman right here. Yes, it did. Yes. So, so, so tell me, how did how did y'all meet each other? So, like, I, I got there, um, and it hadn't started yet. And uh, so I just went and sat at the bar, and I was talking to another panelist that was there as well. And, um, you know, I ordered uh, uh, something to drink, and I was just sitting and waiting. And then at one point, I just started looking around the room. And I was like, and I literally stood up, Latarius. Like, I, I stood up from the bar and just started looking around. And I remember turning to my, looking back to my right, and everything just stopped. And Bache was sitting there. And I was like, okay. And then I immediately looked down and saw his book. But it wasn't a okay, oh, he cute, what's your name? It was just like everything stopped. And I was like, wow. And, and like I was sharing with you, it was like when I when I just started looking around the room and I stood up, it was like my soul stood up. Mm, mm, it mm. was like my soul recognized him before my eyes saw him. I don't know. Every time when you say that to yeah. me, it just does something to me. You said mm-hmm. your soul stood up, yeah. that your soul recognized him before your oh, eyes on. saw him. And that that's, that pops up for us, too. Like if we're like in the middle of an argument or disconnected. Right. Mm-hmm. He what does God say to you? You always say that God says, remember, I put your soul together or something. You yeah. I, like it. it, we, it yeah. Well, it, I remember one time we were like, I don't know what it was. It was before the wedding. It was like a hectic time or something. And he can get on my nerves a little bit. And um, <laughs> <laughs> and I went in my closet and I was praying. And it, and God like basically said to me, he was like, remember, I introduced you to his soul, not his flesh. So. Get out of your flesh, <laughs> you know, and he, and he, you know, God reminds me constantly is I get the, my soul and spirit stood up. So when I turned to him and saw him, I, I didn't know what it was, but I knew it was something. And we later, yeah, I purchased his book um, at that Dear moment, future wife. Dear Future yeah. Wife, A Man's Guide and a Woman's Reference to Healthy Relationships. And we then proceeded to, you know, the, the event started and we were on the panel. Right. And yeah. So. We want, I don't want to go back to that that thing when she said um, when she was praying and God told her that because that same night God told me to love her through it. Yeah. Love her through it. So mm. in those moments when you're feeling disconnected, love her through that. And that doesn't mean I'm accepting anything crazy. Yeah. yeah. But I'm going to love her through whatever my spirit or whatever yes. my flesh, whatever yeah. um, my ego is saying. Like, I got to love her through that moment and say, baby, I love you. We're disconnected, but I still love you. I'm yeah. still choosing you. In this moment, like I mm-hmm. still trust you, even though we're disconnected. Mm-hmm. So we literally came back together and said, and both shared what we both heard yeah. from God. Yeah. On the you said that was close to uh, around the wedding. I yeah, think we was, was like planning the wedding. It was a whole. It was a lot going on. Like it was, and we both had COVID. Yeah, it was a lot going on and at one time. She broke not her at ankle. the wedding, she and like had COVID in April, and I broke my ankle and had surgery in June, and the wedding was in August. Like it was so much yeah. going on. I said, husbandhood was expedited. There yeah. it is. There it is. All right, look, we're gonna rewind it because we yeah. gotta figure out how did y'all get from that moment where your soul stood up. And then you're saying you're married now. Right. So we're going to rewind this all the way back. So you met her at the event. What happened? So at the event, like, I was chilling. I wasn't really looking to date anybody. I wasn't really in that space. Um, But I also, I know I needed a brand manager. Like, I wanted my brand to go to a different level. 
Like I, I got different things speaking all over, but I wanted to, I wanted like a, a, a refurbished. Yes. <laughs> you know, my An brain. elevation. Yeah, that's, to that's, your that's, her, that's her word. <laughs> elevation. <laughs> and so we sat down at the table. They, uh, everybody bought my book. And then she said what she did. She said, I'm a brand manager. Hmm, I'm a like, brand oh. expert. I said, okay, let me take your card. But she was, you know, she was attractive, but I also want to keep the boundary. I didn't let her know that. That, <laughs> that, 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 that you thought oh, wow. she was attractive. Like, yeah, this yeah, is the first time I'm hearing him say, <laughs> say that. Because I wasn't trying to hide. I, <laughs> I was I, trying I to keep you in I that little feel, zone. I didn't feel you were. Right, right. I was, yeah, I was, we were. I, you know, you keep it cool, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 So we got on the panel, and one of the things that she said, she said, it's okay to be thirsty, just don't be parched. And I was like. <laughs> he looked all the way down the aisle, the other side of the panel. Mm. And, I said okay, and and what I meant about I was going to ask you about that because one of the questions was asked to asked to us as panelists, like you know this whole thirsty thing, women being thirsty and everything. I said there's nothing wrong with being mm-hmm. thirsty, just don't be parched. And I explained that from a time when I was a little girl, and I remember I was at work with my mother, and I kept telling I'm thirsty, I'm thirsty, thirsty. I need something to drink. And I remember I saw her with this Dr Pepper can, and I was like. I know she didn't go get soda without me. Like, what's going on? And so when she put the soda can down, she came from outside back into her job, put the soda can down, and went somewhere. I went to that soda can, picked it up, and I and I just started, like I was going to drink it. But then I got a mouthful of ashes. And my mother came, and that's back when the mom was jacking yeah. up. Jacked me up. She's like, why are you running around here acting like you parched? And I'm like, what does parched mean? <laughs> but, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm seven, right? And and the lesson that I got from that and for the whole thirsty parched thing when it comes to, you know, relationships and, and, and as a woman being in relationships, you could take a sip of, you know, love, a sip of affection, a sip of dating, a sip of respect. But if you're in this place where you're parched, Talk about you're it. going to guzzle down anything. Yes. Just like I got that mouthful of ashes because I was so pressed Come to get on. something to drink. And so when you're in that parched state. You 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 just guzzle down anything, but when you're thirsty, you get to choose what you want to sip on or drink. So that's what I was referring to. In, so we in just finna, we just finna just go in, huh? Yeah, we let's do it. Uh, <laughs> let's go in. Jeez, okay. So, so that's where that came from. And and Bache said that he stood up, set up, and looked down. And and I remember leaving. And after that event, left out. He we exchanged information. And she um, slid in my DMs. And the she next, slid in there. so so the next day, for the record, I went to LinkedIn, the professional, <laughs> professional networking. Slide in. Slide in. Right. <laughs> but no, when he, he I honestly, I went to check about anybody that asks to work with me or inquires. I always go to LinkedIn to look at what they're yeah, doing professionally. Of course, you know what they represent, what's going on with them, and then I go over to IG and see what the foolishness. <laughs> is. No, but but um, bottom line is that you know I was checking out him from a credential standpoint, and yeah. I sent him a message through. LinkedIn. Pleasure meeting you last night. Um, what I, I like what, what you had on. No, I, I, didn't, I didn't say all that. Tell you work out. No, no, I didn't. <laughs> that's when I was working out in the gym right now. No, but but just you know, nice meeting you and connecting last night. So whenever you're ready for service, you know, give me a ring. So yeah. that was. So it. when she did that, what did you think? Did you think it was just totally professional or? Did yeah, you? absolutely, I did, and I still wasn't ready to pull the trigger yet as far as the services because I've. Pay for people to do stuff for me before, and it went. Yeah, it didn't go right. Right, either they didn't do what they said it was going to do, or it was like the sneaky way of getting in and saying like, "Are you single? Would you want to date?" and stuff like that. And then, you know, it just didn't work out. So I kind of hesitated. And then the investment too of spending that money, 
And even though it wasn't, in hindsight, it wasn't a lot of money. He got all. a deal. <laughs> I'll tell you about that later. <laughs> but it was just like, ah, I think okay, you I'm paying for another thing. He said, you owe some money. <laughs> she said, he said, you got it all. Right, <laughs> right, right. But it was just like, so it was a hesitation to doing that. But I also wanted to make sure if I'm going to present myself, I need to have everything in order. Yes. Right. You're not branding a yeah. man that's all over the place. Like, yeah. And just in life. So I wanted to get them some things straight before we uh, got into a professional relationship. And I appreciated that about Bache because a lot of times when people come to me for branding, you know, they, they want this, they want that, and they're just not ready yes. to, to, I can't even get them to where they want to be because they, you know, feel they're in a position or whatever. He did do that, yeah. you know, let me, and so I had something to work with, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So you, so y'all started working together. So mm-hmm. what year was this? 2019. 2019. 2000, 2000, so y'all, okay. Yeah, we, we brand new. Yeah, we So y'all started working together in 2019 and um let's give context around what month was that because this happened so fast. Well, no no, we met February. He didn't sign contract and get things going till March, early March. Okay. So between those that 30-day period where y'all keeping in contact with each other, he said, "Hey, listen, I got your LinkedIn information. Let me work on some stuff." And then he didn't reach out to you again until March. He, I think he probably, he, after that LinkedIn uh, message, I think he reached out to me probably about a week or so later. Okay. And mm-hmm. we talked about, you know, what I did and, and, you know, how I could help him, what his goals were, those guys. He did a branding questionnaire. We met for a branding consultation because I just take people through a process. Yes. And, um, uh, and then when I said, well, okay, I'll drop a contract with the things that you want to do and let's go from there. And I sent him the contract and it was about a week or so. And I was like, okay. So I'm real. I always give people a deadline because if you're ready, you're ready. Yeah. Because when I get started, I'm going in. Yeah. So he took. He was. I felt like he was slow walking it. Right. <laughs> and I was like, okay, what's he going to do with this or not? You know, because I was already like had opportunities brewing and things. You know that I thought that I could get for him. And I'm real like in in my business, you 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 move fast. So um, I think I I sent you a message. Yeah, you sent me an email saying like. What's going on? I was like, you know, all right, let me let me go ahead and, and get this. I think because we talked, and I was like, you bojangling on this because I was like, I, I said I need this. Like, let me go ahead and submit to the things that I yeah. need. Like, it's right here. Let me take advantage yeah. of it. Let me invest because um, mm-hmm. I had some other stuff popping on, like TV and stuff like that, local news stuff. But I was wearing my hat. You know, I, <laughs> I needed a stylist because that was one of the things. Like I said, I needed to change my style too. Yeah. yeah. So I was at, I was at, what was I was, what was I shopping at? I don't know, baby. I don't know. It was cold. We got he talked about. He told me that when we, we, we talked a few months ago uh-huh. is that you came in and just changed his image. Yeah. yeah. When when he signed that contract and said that that payment, we we got busy. <laughs> and um, the biggest thing was I was like, it's time for a rebrand. But one one thing that with Bache and this was nothing but God because the the Day he signed the contract, that same week, I called him, remember? The next day. Oh, it was? Yeah, it was the oh, next day. okay. And yeah, I signed the contract the next day. I'm on a red carpet handing Taraji my book. Yeah. Interviewing and handing her my book. And we're talking about mental health, and I'm handing her my book. Dang. So that's immediate. So you already had that lined up? No, it, it came. <laughs> like, because I'll get calls for a lot of different events because I used to do red carpet all the time, you know, interviews and things and do media down in Essence. And, and so I would get calls tomorrow night at such and such. Yep. And the first thing I thought of, because, you know, Taraji had the whole mental health initiative. And I. I her, the movie. It, it was a she was premiering a movie, but yeah. she, also the health initiative. So I was like, this would be perfect for Bache. 
to get his book and everything. And I didn't do the interview that night. He did the interview. <laughs> so, yeah. It was, yeah. Dope. it was dope. I said, okay. Instant results. You was like, hmm. Yeah. Mm. Instant results. So, that that was that was good. So from that point on, we just continued to work professionally. Yeah. Like she set me up with a new photographer. I got a stylist. He did a whole photo shoot, a whole yeah. rebrand. Yeah. Were y'all seeing other people during that time? Mm-hmm. So you was yeah. dating somebody. You was dating somebody. I we wasn't. Didn't even, we didn't even discuss dating each other. No, no, I wasn't dating anyone. I was hanging out with my girlfriends and stuff, but I was so focused on my work. Yeah. Because I had other clients other than Bache. So I was just really focused on my work and things that were coming up and things that were going on. So, you know, I was like, if I met somebody cool, or I, or I could go out and date. Um, I mean, I would go out on dates, oh, okay. but I, I wasn't, I wasn't like attached to anyone. You know what I mean? Let's say, okay, let's, 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 let's clarify this. Let's be real. Yeah. Oh, I'm being real, baby. <laughs> but I think part, part of that too. So I think around that time I was just like ending entertaining someone. Yeah. And it was funny because a couple months before that, um, we were like doing emails for each other to get on TV and different things. And, um, like she said, she said one day, she was like, that's what a wife does. I'm not doing this anymore. The girl like, said that? Yeah. And I'm just like, you just sent in an email. <laughs> and so, and it, but it was really the, she wanted more. Yeah. She didn't know how to say that. And I didn't want to give that. So yeah. it worked out. So I was just like, at that time, I was like, your insecurity made a referral. Because now it told me hold what on, I needed. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold <laughs> on. You can't just drop that like that. <laughs> Repeat that one more time. Your said, insecurity did what? Made a referral. Because it showed me what I needed, right? And you weren't willing to give that on a low-level context. Like, if we can't meet on a low level, we can't go any further. So it really, like, solidified the decision that I was already making. So now you tell me the things that I need you can't do or you're not Mm. willing to do because that's what a wife does. But then I meet my future wife. That does it effortlessly. Two months later without any strings attached. On a higher level. Why am I still stuck on your insecurity made a referral? Because <laughs> you know how deep that is? Yeah, you know how real yeah, that is? Yeah. Because oftentimes people don't understand that what you need, what you're looking for, if the person organically does that for you, it just puts a little check mark. Yeah. And it goes both ways. A one be like, okay, I didn't have to ask him to come open the door for me. He just did this. Or I didn't have to ask him to put some gas in my car when I was saying, oh. Yeah. Hmm. You know, it's just those little, those little check marks that keep happening in our mind where you find yourself in this place where you go, I want this all the time. I want this full time. I want to put a ring on this. And so, so, um, now transition us. So y'all working together. She's moving and shaking. She's rebranded you. And now what happened? So it's a lot. Of, so we talk about alignment. So yeah. much alignment happened yeah. between us. I didn't even see, to be honest with you, I didn't even see her. Like I saw her as a brand manager. I didn't right. see her, mm-hmm. her full Sorry. essence and who she is and all of that. But one of the things that happened, we have a close friend, Unika J. One of the things mm-hmm. she happened, she wanted me to read was the four agreements. I did. I, she, she, oh, so can I can I jump ahead, in, babe? So one thing about Bache, I would always see kind of like even hesitation if we went. I got him on a, on television or whatever. He'd be kind of nervous, and I just be like, you know, I gotta I gotta hold him accountable for his greatness because I can't just let him be. Where he is, he's more than that. He's more than that. Hold on. I can't just let that slide. <laughs> oh, I can't let some of this okay. stuff slide. I got to hold him accountable to his greatness. Yeah. Yeah. Because I saw who he was, who God made him to be. And that allowed me to really like work and elevate him. So 
I was just like, wait a minute, like, I need you to do some things here now, like, you know, or we, I, we prayed before he went on air and those kind of things. And I remember I said, look, I, I need, I need you to read this book. It's called The Four Agreements and by Michael Ruiz. And I said, I need you to read this book. He's like, okay, I'll order it. Week later, did you order the book? No. <laughs> so I bought the book mm-hmm. and gave him the book. Did you read the book? No. I'll let you jump in now. Yeah, I'm not an avid reader. I'm an Me avid neither. writer. Me like, I can write all day. Like my, I have, if you look, if we go to the house, like I have notebooks of yeah. just writing different yeah. storylines, um, poems, everything. I just, that's just my release. Yep. We're we the same as that. So she wanted me to read that. And I was just like, I'm not reading. And then we kind of had to talk about it too. Like, and I'm like in a clinical space. And then I'm just like, cause I think one of them was just like, never take anything personal. But I was like, how can I not take something personal when I love you? And then I'm just talking about not yeah. at the time, but yeah. I'm just talking about like it's in general. So it's personal because we have a personal relationship. And she was like, just read it. And I was like, okay. And another week went by. And then next thing you know, I get a voice memo. She read the chapter, the first chapter, one mm-hmm. of the agreements. And she said, I know you, I've been asking you to do this, but I want you to get this. Do you realize what you did in that moment? <laughs> yes, you did. Go ahead. <laughs> no, when I hear him say it, I always get emotional. Because yeah, because getting me emotional. I said, do you realize what you did in that moment? Literally, I didn't at the time. I just was me like, either. and I'm going to be honest. It was like, I was being selfish in it because I was like, if he read this book, I know he's going he gonna to really be where I need him to be so I can really do this. And that's where, you know, I was because I was like, you know what? I'm just going to sit here and read these chapters. So I recorded each agreement. So chapter. you tell me. So so when you said you didn't recognize what you were doing then, why are you getting emotional about it now? Because when I hear him say it, it just like, I, I know it touched him. It but, touched me. You but, didn't read but, to me. Because <laughs> I know what that means to a man yeah, who, but, who, but, who says that I don't read. And so you're finding a way to feel a deficiency in his life because yeah. you said this information is so. <sighs> it, it's holding him accountable. And, and I was like, it's I know if he gets into this. Me. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I'm listening to it on my way to an appointment. I'm listening to it on my way to, or to, to wherever it is. I just put it in and I hear her voice speaking these words into me. So I recorded, it was four of them, four chapters of the book. And for, well, it, it, the, the four grievances broken out. So I would, I would just read and I, I'd send a, the voice memo. I wait about four days, send, make sure he listened, then send the other one. Um, because the book changed my life. And I knew that, and I recommend that book to everyone. So I just wanted him to really get it and be in this place. You know what else is funny about that is that, again, when, I, when she read it to me, I was just like, all right, dope, that's dope. I just, that's what she does, right? <laughs> and I was talking to our homegirl, Unique J, hey, and she Unique. was just like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 she did what? That's what I was like, yo, slow down. Do you, like, do you realize what she did for you? I was like, she probably does that for her. She was like, oh, mm, I'm not letting you get away with that. <laughs> She's like, that's your wife. I was like, hmm. No, nah, we. I'm not trying to mess up this money. I'm not trying to mess up this business. Like we. Oh, I'm never gonna going. get feelings confused with finances <laughs> whatsoever. So. But what was dope is just, that's when I started to see her. Yes, that moment there. Yeah, when that's when I started to see her, and I was just like, huh, okay. And that's why that illuminated with me like that from a man that when a woman does that, yeah. Yeah, ah, that's and, not some and, simple little thing. And I really feel like at the time that was God's doing. Because, no, it had to be. Because I wasn't, I had never read 
recorded anything <laughs> to be sure someone got it. But what Bashe gave me as my client was the belief in myself that I could really do these things. Because I, I, I remember one time I was like, look, we got to hire somebody for this, and this is what it's going to cost. He was like, you can do that. And I was like, no, it's not working like I wanted to work. <laughs> so we got to hire this person to do this. And this is what is, and he was, and he paid that he paid for the extra. Bar- and it didn't pan out. Mm. And I, you still owe me. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was at that moment, it was like, God checked me. He was like, why are you calling on somebody else when you need to call on me? And it was like, Bashe was like, you can do that. It was like, he was showing me. As a brand manager, I was capable. Did you eventually end up doing that? I was, I was, yeah, that I was enough, and so mm. I got confidence behind that. And you know, after that, I just went all in, and we started getting so much stuff. And I just was like, "Look at God." So the very thing that you felt like you couldn't do, you began to do it. Yes, because this man believed in you. Yes, mm-hmm. through being able to be connected from a business standpoint, and him, he spoke over me as I was speaking over him, but it wasn't like. I'm gonna speak over her so she can. Yeah, so I can yeah. I can win her. Yeah, but yeah. He was like, "This is, I just want you to be the best person yes. in this position that yes. you're in in my life." And right. and I told him that that night, like, because he was. I think he would. It was when you were um, kind of being stubborn about reading a book, mm-hmm. or something had happened, and and I told him, "You want to tell it, or you want me?" To I don't know what you're talking. The about. I can't wait to you. No, you didn't tell me that then. When did I tell you that? She kept saying to the playing this little game. <laughs> what? It's, it's something I'm gonna tell you one day once you realize it. Nobody want to hear oh, tell yeah. me what it is. <laughs> well, because yeah, it, 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 <laughs> can't stand you right now. You want me telling you one time? You can tell it. No, I, I, I was getting kind of like <laughs> I, was, I was kind of getting frustrated because with, with Bashe because it was it was. It was things that I would see him take personal. It was things that I would see halt him. And I was like, if he just, when he break free, we really gonna rise, you know? And, but sometimes you can't dictate someone's process. Yes. You can't rob them of, of their the, process. Yes. And, and so I was trying to be patient. And then I just told him, I said, what? Well, I said, I cannot wait till you see yourself the way God and I see you. Yeah, it was yeah. deep. I get emotional saying it now. She said the way God and I see you. And I was just like, dude, you over here on this and we could be over here on this, you know? And, but I had to respect his process. Yes. And, you know, yeah. Was that what he was referring to when he said that you said there's something I want to tell you? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I didn't want to rob him of anything. Yeah. Or, Or I didn't want him to feel judged. Yeah. Um, because even though the statement to me didn't sound judgy, you don't know how it lands on yes. someone else. Because like to go all the way back before I worked with him, I I, I read his book because I'm just not gonna be out here freestyling on some <laughs> foolishness. Like I gotta I gotta really believe in anybody that I'm representing if it's worth my time, you know. And it's not uh, it's never about the money. It's what can I produce for you? Because some money costs too much to make, boy. So Woo! so. With with somebody costs too much to make. Yeah. <laughs> you want me to let you sit for a minute? Yeah, let, let that just marinate. <laughs> let that just marinate just a little bit. So I um I read his book and I was reading the book and I was like feeling I was feeling some type of way because I was like ooh, a minute. And I even I said I need to call some some people back and apologize <laughs> for my behavior. <laughs> but like it really helped me come to this realization of the part I played. 
not only in my past relationships, but in my life. And that was just really powerful to me. And then my favorite chapter of the book is called Your Words. And reading that chapter really made me learn and understand how important a woman's words are yes. to a man. And I, I just was like, wow. Come on, talk about the book. So, 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 that, so that chapter said what? Uh, just that, you know, how what I say are like seeds that fall into him to help him grow. Yes. What I say can destroy him or build him up. The, you know, the actions that follow my words really solidify the, the, the seed that you're planting and how those words, what you speak comes to, to life. Yes. So the words that I say can give life or death. Mm. So it was just so powerful to me and, really realizing and thinking back in the past how I used to talk, how I used to be. And not that I was this devious or anything person. And some of the the the, the stuff that I would say would come from a hurt place. So it wasn't that it was intentional. It was just that I'm over here hurting. And there's certain things that I want. I don't know how to communicate. Mm. Because let me tell you, I was the queen of silence. Silence. Silence hurt worse all the times in which, you, you know, even saying something Destructive. Yeah, I, I was the, silent the, treatment. The, the Jedi silence, <laughs> and I think master. The, you know, like because that's how I communicated. And I think for 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 me that chapter meant a lot, right? And you, I'm coming from a relationship where there might be verbal abuse. Or yeah, I'm coming from a relationship where somebody might not say I believe in you because of their insecurities. So I'm coming to a place where I'm dealing with my anxiety, my insecurities. Can I do this? And I don't hear. I'm not affirmed with that, but I am affirmed with the anxiety and the fears. Because people telling me not, you can't do it. Mm-hmm. So these words of women speak into your relationship, to speak into your heart, to speak into your soul, carries a lot of weight. Yes, it does. And we tend to realize that in a destructive way. Mm. Like we can, re- we can recognize when somebody's really talking bad to us. And then sometimes we minimize when people are talking good to us, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. No, nah, uh, it's all right. It's yeah. a small thing. <laughs> yeah. but, that we can't receive it. Right? <laughs> I, I, I ain't no big deal. Yeah, I just, yeah, that's all right. Yeah, so I always, like I spoke from a man's perspective when it comes to communication and understanding what words, affirmation, all those different things. Mm-hmm. That's what my, my book is essentially reframe trauma from relationships that a lot of men go through. You know what? Let's talk about that. So you wrote the book, Dear Future Wife, and you wrote this book in what state of mind and what was the purpose of this book? In 2000, I started to write Dear Future Wife because I had a failed relationship in college. And I said, I'm no longer giving my emotions to another woman. So and I didn't know how to heal. I just knew how to to avoid. (laughs) Yeah. So anything I felt that was like, oh, this is an opportunity to build another relationship. Nope. I'm still protecting myself. Still got, got this wound yes. and these protections, so I'm going to write about it. Until I'm ready to give it to someone, then I'll give it to someone. So mm-hmm. I just started writing that like weekly, monthly, um, and then it turned into a blog. And so it was about healing and speaking for men because there's a lot of different things out here for women. Yes. Or how to how to please your man, how to yep. be quiet, like all these different things for, for women but there's no tools in anything, anything from men. And then we're often not told anything. And then we get into a 30, 40, and we're ready to settle down for a relationship. <laughs> and we don't have any practice. No tools, no right. nothing, no reference. Yeah. So that was the whole thing. That was the whole purpose of it. Uh, so it started out as a blog. And then one day I was just like, oh, it's enough for a book. Mm-hmm. And so I turned it into a book. 
I have my letters and then I have my clinical perspective. And then it's a tool in there that says, now you reflect on what you just read yeah. in the in the letter and also in the um, reflective perspective. And then, perspective. And then you just write to yourself. And how can you heal from this moment? Good. That's the that's Good. what really would I would Good. just go in that section and be like, Tar, you know you were dead wrong when you did <laughs> such such like it helps you be accountable. So that was powerful. Y'all need to go out and get this book. It's on Amazon. Make sure y'all get Dear Future Wife. What's the what's a man's the, guide? A, a man's guide. A man's guide reference. and a woman's reference to healthy relationships. Yeah. There it is. Grab that book. Yeah. Uh and so when you read this book, it showed you his heart. It began to heal some unhealed wounds in your own life. It made you see him differently, made you able to represent his brand. And then how did this relationship evolve to becoming more romantic? Um Bashe would always invite me out with friends and everything. And and it was so funny because I take my, you know, my girlfriends with me and whatever. And they were like, y'all just stood over there and talked the whole time. Did y'all... You forget we were here. I was like, no, I was talking about this, and we were talking about that, and I'm gonna get him on this, and like it was always that. And I remember one night he invited to a, a party, and um, we were all like on this rooftop thing, and I can't. What he had said. What? So yeah, we had some drinks. We we're on this rooftop. My, um, one of my homeboys, mm-hmm. and um, I started to feel some some type of way. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to say to her, I was just like, listen. We out here having a good time, but I don't want to cross any boundaries. He, he invited like me. You. I just wanted to say. Yeah, I did invite you. Yeah. I did. Everywhere. I did. I did. <laughs> Everywhere. Like, yeah. And so I was just like, but I don't want to mess things up. I want to set a boundary right now because this can easily, next thing you know, mm-hmm. y'all hugging and kissing. And yeah. How did we get here? And there has been no conversation about where are we going. So yeah. I just want to establish the boundary. Now, she thought I was hollering up. <laughs> Okay, so so you was inviting. Y'all want to hear the truth now? You, you was inviting. You was inviting her to different locations with you. Yeah. With what purpose? So I always bring all my friends. Like mm-hmm. if you're important to me, like I'm. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> shout out to Emily. She was there as well. But if, if we're close, and Karen, because Karen was there. Yeah. So I had like different pockets. My life was really changing, really boundaries. So for my brand, I, I hired somebody. For my business, I hired a business coach. For my practice, I had a practice coach. And it was different people who I, I valued at the time. And then I enjoyed being around them. Yeah. So I couldn't do Unica because she's way out of town. And then there was another one who just I just didn't feel comfortable with me in that space. But right. we were clicking. We were just having a good time hanging out. Again, no crossing any boundaries, just a good time. But again, you... You know, you had the rooftop party. It's two o'clock in the morning. So, Everybody, you know, you had a couple of drinks. So what I and told her on my back. And stuff no, like <laughs> <laughs> he's telling untruths. Um, no. So when he said that, I said, mm, I said, uh, you don't you, you don't work for me. Like. And, and essentially, like, you're not ready for me anyway. Even if it were to go there, you're not ready for me. And is that what you said? Oh yeah, that night, and I and I said, yeah, you you don't work for me. And I gave him a couple of examples. His homegirl was like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> like she backed me up, and you know, and I get it. I appreciate what he said, but I was I was like, mm, nobody's tripping off you anyway. So and so then, hold on, he, no, 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 talking about how did you reconcile that? So how did you oh. reconcile the moment that you met your spirit, your your soul stood up, mm-hmm. and then this moment here? Well, because I saw it as God showing me. Somebody like Tara, it's in you. 
he was using Bashe to say it's in you to to really kill it in this in the branding game, and I was like, okay, so I'm thinking it's all that, all professional, yeah, all all that and all that professional. Because like right after that, I had just launched the sports division of my company, and I started representing uh, branding professional athletes and athletes wanting in the draft. So I was like, yes, I got it, you know. Yeah. So he helped elevate me as I did him. Right. And then he comes with, you know, that one thing I will say, I did enjoy. Hanging out with Basha. It was fun. It was relaxed. It was no expectations. It was just like, you yeah. know, I mean, one time, one time I was like, girl, let me tell you what. I was like, I'm sorry. That's how comfortable I was with him. You know I'm what like, I mean? Who? A girl? I ain't no girl. <laughs> but, you know, when you just when, when you're talking to somebody you're so comfortable with and that yeah. kind of stuff comes out, it's just because you're Y'all comfortable. Y'all became good friends. Yeah, we yeah. became really good friends. And I really trusted her. That was so important to really trust her. Yes. I never thought that she would do anything shady. And to try anything, it was just a complete comfortability with her to say, you know what, I trust you. Yes. I would call her. I remember one time I was, I had a, yeah, so, I had a, I had so an let's, event. Let's right? keep it real. I had an right event. Now. And then this lady was trying to get me to speak. To at the all Cigar the listeners Lounge. and viewers out there. <laughs> I just want to. So I called her because, Go ahead, I, I called her because uh, 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 I think it was like Ray Lewis. He was just like, hey, I want to work with you. Like, give me your card. And I was just like, babe. Like we, oh, and I ain't say babe. Not no, he, he, uh, so let me come back because now you're my babe, so it's hard. No, it's hard to go back to the thought. So it was like two o'clock in the morning when he was leaving a date. He called me (laughs) on his way home after he saw and all this happened. He he called me to tell me, um, you know what had happened, and I'm like, um, uh, you know what time it is. I, even though I answered, because right, right. I was like, because well, somebody called you at 2 o'clock in the morning, you're like, what's you going it's on? emergency, yeah. What's going on? So I picked. He was waiting up. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what it was. I know I started to notice Bashe calling me at different times. Yeah. Early in the morning or middle of the night. And I said, is he trying to, like, see what I, if I'm going to pick up or if I'm not going to pick up? not playing those games. So, so, see, the, you see know, if you got somebody at the house. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> So it was just, it was, it was, you know, interesting. I picked it up, I listened. I was like, oh, okay, that's great. You know, I'm like, okay. I say he must feel really comfortable when he wants to share this with me, you know, boom. So Yeah. So that was exactly what that was. But again, we developed that relationship. Yeah. And so she told me that that night and I was like, cool. And she was right. Like I needed to clear some things up. And then I cleared those things up and then I went to go talk to her. And I said, you know, I think it was maybe a <laughs> month or two later. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just like, hey. We went. How you we, doing? we went out to. We, we went out to. Uh, we oh we. I got the radio show that day, and we, you had an event that yeah, day. So I, I would go with him to the different events and for his book and then radio show that I booked him on, and then we went to get something to eat after that. And um, it was. She's going to tell the whole. Story. Go no, ahead, I'm going to tell the whole story. Go ahead, let's see what you going to say. It was so funny because we were sitting and we were talking, and we had like cocktails and stuff. He kept buying me drink uh-huh. after drink after drink. <laughs> But no, we were like really celebrating because it had been a whirlwind month. We I got him stuff in New York, and it was just really positive vibes everywhere. And he was sitting at the table, and he came to me again. He said, "You know, I can't remember exactly what you said, but he was like, i 'I'm interested in you, and I want to know it. You know that, you know.' And I and I told him flat, I said, "You're not ready for me." Even then, you said. Even that. then, I said it because I had gotten to a point in life that I was no longer afraid to say no or not yet. Hold on, but let's, let's 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 say this. Let's rewind. Mm-hmm. You started saying words. You start saying affirmation prayers, or you called it declaration. Well, when was that? That was way like 2018. Mm-hmm. I made a vision board. Okay, so I had been single for like four years, and I said, okay, 
I'm ready to get out there again. I was in a long-term relationship, like 15 years. I'm ready to get out there again. It's been four years. I worked. You were in a myself. dating relationship for 15 years? Yeah. A, a, a cook. Yeah. That's a whole nother episode. Yeah. All yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> and, um, and so I created a vision board for my husband, my uh, purpose in life, and my business. And along with that, at the time I was reading Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, and he talked about how you write out your declarations, say them every day. So I created a declaration for my husband, a declaration for my business, and a declaration for my purpose in life. And every morning after I pray and anoint myself, I will read those declarations. And in two, this was way before I even knew who Bashe was. This was like 2018. And I created that, and I would say those declarations every day. And what was that declaration? The, the declaration for my husband was, marry the, man, marry the husband that God created for me, be the wife that loves, honors, respects, and elevates her husband to his fullest potential by 2019. And I get emotional when I say that because I remember after Basha had come to me that second time, I was saying my declaration one morning and I was committed to my saying my declaration. I mean, one morning I got, I, I left the house, got to the end of my block. I came, I was like, I ain't saying my declaration. I turned the car around, came in the garage, went upstairs, said my declaration, got in the car. And left. <laughs> like I was committed to the declarations. Right. Yeah. And I, so I, um, I was saying the declaration one morning and it was just like, like, I felt like this, this rush hit me and, and God said, and when I read the last part, elevate my husband to his fullest potential by 2019, he was like, that's what you're doing with Bashe. And I was just like, maybe it is something to this to this brother. And that's interesting. You like, were saying this yeah. over and over again, yeah. but not realizing it that it was at different. play. Yeah, it was exactly. at play it was the at whole play. time. It was, yes. And it just hit different that day. And I was like, hmm. But he ain't ready yet. <laughs> so I had to say... In my mind, I made this commitment to myself, never be afraid to say no or not yet. It's into a man because anybody sees Bache or gets to know Bache, he's in touch with who he is as a person, as a man, as a father, you know. And a, a lot of my female friends are like, girl, you better go. What you, <laughs> what you, what you waiting wait for? He got, do you, he got sense. <laughs> he got such and such. He does this. And I was like, he ain't ready yet. Like, and he may not even be ready. When he get ready, it may not be for me. I said, I'm just waiting for God to move. And you, you have were that to, open to say, I will watch him get ready for someone else. Oh, absolutely. Because what's for me, God's going to send me anyway. There it is. So, like, if it's Bache or if it's Leon or Luther, yeah. it, he's coming. Yep. Because I made the commitment to being open. I made the commitment to honor God through the process. I made the commitment to operate in obedience to God. So, it was coming anyway because I believed it. Now, who it was was left up to God. So I hope people, I hope y'all getting this. <clears throat> I hope, I hope, I hope because a lot of times women intentionalize a specific person yeah. instead of saying, no, I want the essence of what this represents. Oh, absolutely. They say, I want him. And then they focus all their energy on the him, not realizing God said, no, that's that's a representation of what I desire for you. But it's not him. Yeah. The attributes that that person has. Yeah, your husband will have those. But I have somebody else totally for you're you trying to put a triangle in a square. It's just not <laughs> going to fit. And you're going to waste time. Yep. yep. And you're going to miss out on God's blessing when you're trying to control. You know what I mean? Yeah. The recipe for his blessing. So you said that, hey, it's not time yet. Then what happened? Wait, wait, she, and, she, hold on. I'm going to ask him how did he receive that? 
So at that particular time, it made me think about it because I was open to it. And again, mm-hmm. I wasn't pressed for anything. Yeah. I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to express this. And whatever happens with it, happens with it. But in hindsight, yes. there were some people still thinking that there was something going on. Yeah. And Even he, with clear boundaries. And I was just like, oh, okay, that's cool. I, I'm going to continue to, because I'm already on where I'm going. Like, I already prayed for this. Like, my declarations were my book. My mm-hmm. declarations were the things I was posting. And I look yeah. back now, and I pull up stuff from, like, 2016, and it's her before we met. I pull up stuff from, like, 2010, and it's her. It's different things that she says and it's her that I wrote this in 2009. And, and you know, what I, what I appreciate about Shay, he owned it. He was like, you know what, you're right. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what I told him? I said, you have some healing to do. Now that's that's, that's more appropriate right I there. I said, you have some healing to do. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't that, because I, 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 I'm not, I'm not, I'm going to be honest. At, the, at this stage in the game, I wasn't going to sit there and try to heal somebody. No, you shouldn't. Because I'm not. And it wasn't your responsibility. No, yeah, yeah. I'm not stitches for an old wound. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? So, he owned that. And so that night we left the restaurant. I ain't gonna lie, I had, and we were like we were kinda kinda tipsy. <laughs> and we were like, let's go to the movies and just and, and, mm-hmm. and bring this off. He tapping my leg. Go to the movies and let's 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 unwind. <laughs> so we went to the movies and I'm not gonna lie, I was sitting there, I was like, I was out of it. And then mm. I just I it set was, up out of it. Can you I'm going to tell it, baby, because I have no shame in my game. Yeah, you see how she's setting it, setting it up? Setting it up. So, so, yeah, yeah. so, so it's a little tipsy. And then I remember just, <laughs> I just remember sitting there, and then I, I leaned over and gave him a kiss. Because. So, was it, was it a pet? Or was it, was no, it was a No, he, he got a good kiss. He got a good yeah. kiss. No, she. He, he got the, he got the, he got the. I was just chilling. He got the five drinks in kiss. He got the five drinks in kiss. I was, I was chilling all of a sudden. Just, I, I this, thought I was kissing Idris. I didn't know that night. Oh, really? The movie you watching? That's how you feel? You was watching a kid's movie. That was, no, no, that, that, that was about them little boys. That's what that, that, whatever that movie was. It was but. some movie out, but like, it was, it, you know, I did because. What because. I what I was attract what really attracted to me to him was that he was owning the fact yes. that he needed to hear as a man. And as you know a what man, she wanted to do that she she planted a seed right there. She just said, "I know you're not ready, but well, I'm gonna go ahead. Are, I'm gonna be here. I'm gonna be here. That's what you did, baby. You welcome. Own it. <laughs> so so so. But it, it, was I that your intention behind? No, it? not at all. You didn't know I it, just was like so attracted to the to the the accountability. And, you know, and I was telling Basha earlier, I said, and, 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 and we could talk about this, you know, we get to that, but like that whole, he used to always call me a strong black independent woman. <laughs> and I told him one time, I do not always need strong and independent in front of black women. Mm. I don't need it. Mm. And, but that's and on then, both sides. You don't, yeah. you don't need it and you don't need to hold on to it. Yeah, mm. exactly. And. That good one, baby. Give me half back. Hold on. Yeah, so, yeah. And, and <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. As much as I was behaving as such, one, because I had been single for over four years, I had operated in the place. And shout out to my dad. Love him to death. He always told me, he's like, you know, no matter what situation in you you in, if you're living with somebody, you 50-50. Everything is 50-50. Carry your weight. Carry your weight. <laughs> Nobody should come in and do everything for you. Carry your weight. So I always had that in my head. And with Bache. It was, okay, I got to be, you know, in that place. I got to be in that place of being, you know, strong and independent. Yeah. But that also blocks things from you. But I can I can see through stuff like that, right? I can, well, yeah, because that's what you do for a living. Right. But I, and I can call it out because <laughs> I, I can embrace it, right? Mm-hmm. You can be in your strong because I had, I had Tara. 
at TGW or TGA at the time. Mm-hmm. It's like when you're in TGA, she in business mode. So you, yeah. can't, you can't really reach her. It's like, <laughs> so can't really bring, reach bring, her? bring Tara back. Let me talk to Tara for a minute. <laughs> we, take the hat off. But it was just amazing to see and be able to call that out because mm-hmm. sometimes previously I would not, you know, speak up. You just let things happen. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times us men, we do that. We don't speak up on things and then we wait till we blow up. Yes. And or we we seek reprieve outside of a relationship. There it is. And and as much as women is. declare and say, I don't need a man for anything. I don't need your money. I don't need this or whatever. What I, 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 I told Bache was like, I may not need that, but what I loved is the fact that it was what he wanted to do. He wanted mm-hmm. to do those things. And I had to get, I had to like shift my mindset because I never had to ask him for anything. I was never clueless with him. I was never confused with him. I never had to ask for anything. And I had to really be able to process that because I hadn't been in that place. Yes. So as much as we women may declare, I don't need, even, you know, going back to, we did a, a TikTok video that went viral. Mm-hmm. And it was five ways to five ways place. a woman needs to feel protected. Yeah. I wrote that in 2014. Yeah, and we played it out. My daughter was like, "Let's do this in a Vic TikTok video." Yeah, and we were new to TikTok. This was like probably our what second, third <laughs> video, and it got over five point one million views. Yeah, and, and Kevin on stage shared it. Yes, yeah. and me and you was the conversation yeah, under his yeah. post or whatever. It yeah. was. It was like it went bananas, and I remember we looked at comments. And it was a lot of different comments. Mm-hmm. The biggest com, the people that were commenting the most on the financial piece. And in that section of the video, Bache was handing me money. Mm-hmm. And I remember this gentleman, it commented under the post and it was going on and on about, um, he just giving her money. See, that's what I'm talking about. Women just want to take and da, 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 da. And I don't understand it. That's why y'all women going to be single. Like he was going in it. And I was just like, brother, I was like, I got to explain this to you. I said, because I was in that strong, I said, my strong, independent woman mindset was blocking the blessings. I said, but what I had to shift on was the fact that that section in the video with him handing me the money, it wasn't about him giving me money. It was about, I am finally in a place, a safe place with a man where I'm able to actually open my hand and receive Receive it. it. Girl, let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> because and we, receive the help. And, re- and it, was, it wasn't part. even like it was help. It was like, here, I got you. And, and being, on, on my side, and sorry yeah. to cut you in, cut in, but on my side, it was, she's a multiplier. Like, I was giving her, I was investing in our relationship before we got into it. Talk about it. So I was, that that money, that 375 I was paying her a month. Yeah. My 350 brand, Oh, 350 <laughs> I was paying her a month. My brand was growing. Yeah, like, it was changing. Like I was already in rooms, but now they know my name. There it is. Yeah, and so I was already investing in anything I give her. She multiplies. <sighs> I want y'all to hear that when yeah. you are with your purpose partner, what you put inside mm-hmm. of them will multiply. And mm-hmm. a great woman is a multiplier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the most beautiful thing ever. And even the the song Luther says, uh, "A house is not a home." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like if you go, if you just got a, ch- a chair, it's just just a chair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. but when you get a woman in your life, you she knows how to beautify it. She knows how to multiply it, mm-hmm. and it becomes a safe place and a home when you have the right woman mm-hmm. that yeah. links 
what's up with you. Uh, and the right man. Oh, and the right man. Oh, come on, somebody. It goes both ways. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> and so that's what's so dope about y'all is that you talked about how it was hard for you to receive. That that example was, well, we got, we're going to get there to the how situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but when did you start becoming uh, – <laughs> Open to saying, let's go ahead and explore relationships. You so, know, it's funny. We got to talk about before my birthday. Yes. First, because she. This is all in 2019. Yeah. He came, he came back around again. No, I did not. Not that time. No, 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 no. Let me say. Let me. No, no. Seriously, though. He came back from a standpoint of I'm not dating anybody until after my birthday. It was more along and the lines of. Your birthday is like, when? It's September. September. All right, September. So there was, it was July that time when that happened. The end of July. And then he just was saying. The time you, know, you kissed him. Yep. No, throw that he, in there. he was, yep. <laughs> ah, y'all petty. <laughs> so he was like, I'm not dating anybody to after my birthday. And I remember telling him, I was like, mm, I may not be around after your birthday. Yeah, and he was like, if you're not around, you're not around. You're not for me. That's you're not for me. Because it's the same thing as yeah, energy. You keep that same energy. And he said that. And he said that. And I remember right before he left on his birthday uh, trip, he came over. And I had did like this little sushi dinner for him as a birthday thing, and what? Go on, go on, no, say make it go on. It, it, come on, make make it more than it was, baby. Oh, baby you, I, How I, was that more than what it was? You you cooking something? Well, look, birthday? I came home to the crib. She got this thing laid out. This all Whole little spread s- sushi souffles, and <laughs> all types of stuff. And I'm like, okay, you, you're not you you're not ready. I'm not ready, but you making it you're ready. You doing all this? Yeah. I, I did it for his birthday. He, he was leaving, right? <laughs> And that and that night he said he's like you know when I get back, you would you like to go to dinner when I get back? And I was like okay sure. And it, I get a call when he get back. I, I was in Jamaica. I just touched time. down. I'm a baggage claim. You want to go to dinner? I'm thinking like maybe Tuesday or something like. I'm, a baggage. I'm back. I'm on soil. Yeah, I'm on yeah. U.S. soil. Yeah. Let's go eat. Right. Let's go. Eat. And I was at my girlfriend's house in D.C. And so she, she knew. So, he just happened to be in D.C. So right anyway, by, anyway. Right by the restaurant. Ooh, no, I was not by the I was not All by All dressed up. All dressed up. So, so just, just for the record. Full beat on her face. I, I did like, have go. other stuff going on in my life that day. But no, I was in D.C. for something. And he called and was like, you know, I'm at a baggage claim. about to get my luggage. You want to go to dinner? I'm like, okay. I thought maybe later in the week. but So I met him. My girlfriend dropped me off. Met him and had dinner. And um, he asked permission to date me. And I said, okay. And then I said, okay, well, what does that look like? Because I'm, I'm all about clarity, and every woman should be. Hold on. Let's do this. This is even better. Let's do a reenactment. Uh-huh. Go ahead and have that okay, conversation we, we, with her. I said, um, I would like to date you. Okay. Well, what, what, is, what does that look like? What does that look like? Are we, are we dating other people, or is it just you and yeah, I of dating? Course. No, we can date other people, but I would like to see what we can Oh. I don't remember exactly what I said. No, 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 let's play through it. Let's play through it. Okay. All right. All right. Let's do Ooh. it. Let's and do then it. we just started dating from there. Yeah. So what made you be open to at that time? Um Literally what, a month later? This was two months. Okay, so that was and, July um, and that was September. Because we were still talking and, and conversing and, and you yep. hearing. Yeah, him inviting me to things and you invited me to things. Yep, and I remember he um <laughs> when he came he back. He was inviting me as the. I'm talking about what I invited. but no, I remember when he came back. I was like, you. I, and he went to Jamaica, and I was like, you were. What did I say? I was like, I was like, you were Jamaican. Me miss you or something <laughs> like that. And 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 I had had missed him. Good. And, I, and so I was like, hmm, okay, you know, let's try it and see. 
Yeah, I can add you to the roster. But, but, but you know what's funny during that process is me dating. Like yeah. my spirit felt unsettled any around anyone else. Talk about and it. Literally being anxious to be in her presence for the next time. Be, no, no, just anxious around the other people because I, I that's not where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. Bache. All right. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna break this down. Yeah. So you over here hanging out with other folks and you're doing what? You said in your spirit you're feeling, feeling what? anxious. Like literally almost like having an anxiety attack. And just like this is not what I'm supposed to be. Like I'm looking around. I'm not even and I'm not thinking about her. I'm just thinking that I'm not supposed to be here. But when I get around her, settled. Calm, mm-hmm. Peaceful. This is what I'm supposed to be. But I'm still fighting it because I said you know, my ego is still saying, like, I said we're doing this. You know, so we, I'm, we, we're both going to date. And I'm going to see, you know, I'm going to make a decision. I'm talking to my homegirl. Unique was like, all right, what about this one? And she's like, bro, no. <laughs> bro, no. Shout out to Unika. Yeah, shout Jay. out to my, my you boy. You always got to have that good friend. Yeah. yeah. My boy Aaron. Nah, bro. Nah, that's not it. But what happened was, <laughs> <laughs> what happened was she was over one day, one night. And oh yeah, and I asked. I said, I said, are you dating other people? And she said, yeah, yeah. Like that's what you said. Like, <laughs> Wait a minute. And I and I <laughs> and I said, I said, aren't you dating other people? And he was like, I ain't got time. And I was like, how do you? Have to? I thought I was filling up all the time because I was, <laughs> I, I was, I was stopping everything else, and I was just filling up her time. And that night he was, what he, he said. Oh, the, the next day he started calculating the times. Like yeah, the next day she, she left, and I said, I said, you know what? I said, when you told me that, I couldn't sleep. I couldn't no, sleep. you know what it was? No, it wasn't. It, 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 you know what it was? If we went out to, we had a photo shoot that following Monday or something. And we went out to lunch after that. And he said to me, he said, what would it look like if we became exclusive? And I said, I, I, why, I, don't, I don't know. Why do you ask? He was like, because the other night when I asked you if you were dating anyone else, you said I couldn't sleep. I couldn't sleep. Like, what you mean you dating? I started calculating the times where I couldn't reach you. I thought I would have yeah. monopolized all your time, but then it was that one time. Yeah, and then one I was, time is like you. Wait, wait a minute. About you was at a conference or something. You was you was you was on a date. Like, he was on a date. Cause. So he was adding, subtracting, carrying a one, and and to hear him say that he couldn't sleep and he was thinking about it, and I was like, "Well, these was your rules." Yeah. Talk about it. So, mm-hmm. like, hold I, on, let's back up. Would you have been exclusive with him at the moment when he asked for exclusivity at the very beginning? Give me a week, I clear some things up, and then, <laughs> and, then we can, <laughs> and then we can circle back so I can be be, be transparent with yeah. it. And um, so yeah, I would have. You still yeah. would have? No, yeah, yeah. And um, and me, I was my ego. Just yeah, but it was, but it, it was, it was good. But it was good. You need yeah. to see it. You yeah. need to. Men about that. to miss out because of their ego. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a confirmation thing of saying that when you're talking about moving, because I know where Bache was mentally that he's not looking just for a girlfriend to date mm-hmm. exclusively for no shade 15 years. Yeah. He was wanting to make mm-hmm. somebody a wife. Yeah. So the the stakes are higher. Yeah. So it's like saying, you know what? I want to make sure that when I choose right and I don't want to go through a divorce, I don't want to mm-hmm. go through I, I want to choose right. I know what mm-hmm. I feel. Is this mm-hmm. temporary? This is going lightning fast. This is we still in the same calendar year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, gosh, am I just I'm opening myself up because the thing about a man stepping outside of his hurt 
hurt to love again mm-hmm. is like, oh, God, this caught me slipping last time. Have mm-hmm. I truly learned my right. lesson? Mm-hmm. Because if I get hurt this time, it's worse. And I don't think I'll be able to bounce back from that. Yeah. Right. Because you offered so much to him that if he got it wrong, mm-hmm. yeah, he, mm-hmm. he, he'll, he'll be a yeah, goner. Because yeah. I'm out here in my practice healing folks. <laughs> I'm out here writing stuff and healing folks. Yes. Thousands of couples, thousands of people, but I can't get right. There it is. So I said, no, let me sit. And I, I remember at one point I said that I was going to be the modern day Paul and just give him relationship advice as a single person <laughs> and be all right with it. But so yeah, you, like, you're welcome. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was like that day at lunch. And then, and then, you know, I said, you know, I was, had to get clear. So what does exclusive look like? And, you know, and then we waited. It was probably another month or so. About another month, and, and then December, early December. You wait another month to what? To be exclusive? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Because we both have to clean up some stuff. Yeah. 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 Um, Hold on. This is what I think about maturity. When you meet somebody, people have to be realistic with their expectations. Unless that person has no options, nobody, just whatever, mm-hmm. then they're totally, totally single. Mm-hmm. But most people have somebody that they date, somebody they hang out with, somebody that 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 fills their time, somebody mm-hmm. that there's a love interest, a little bit of something there that when you meet each other, give each other the realistic perspective and right. say, Go and clean it up. I'm right here waiting for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and that's maturity. So go ahead. I want to yeah. give y'all uh, applause on just being mature enough to Thank say, you. let me yeah. go clean this up. Let's clean this up. And there ain't no egos all in it. Just like, yeah. hey, mm-hmm. it is what it yeah. is. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think, we, what, at that time we went to Atlanta, right? Yeah. So I, was it Sister Circle? Yeah. I got him on Sister Circle. Went, I saw that. Went yeah, to, yeah, yeah, I saw that. Went to Atlanta and um, we, oh, I, and and this was, and we may disagree on this, but I remember we got to Atlanta and we went to dinner that night. We got there and we talked about being exclusive. Mm-hmm. And I and I remember, oh, my gosh, this is another thing of alignment. So I remember I was just, something was saying, he's not ready. We're dating everything, but he's not ready for the exclusivity, you know. And it was some things that I was having doubts about. And literally, I was like, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and just be like, we're going to keep this business, right? And, you know, I was talking to a girl from my, girl, you crazy? What you talk? And I was just like, no, like, he's not ready. Like, these are some things that I have concerns about. And he has to figure this out on his own. And no lie, Latavius, I was driving somewhere for lunch, a lunch meeting that day. And he called me in the car. And he started talking about, Something that had happened. And as he went into that situation and everything, he answered every question I had a doubt about. Because I remember saying to God, God, if this is what I'm supposed to do, holler at me. You know, let me know. I don't need you to come up from the high heavens off the throne. Just give me, just let me know. And he called literally the next day. And he just started talking. Like this wasn't solicited because I what he was telling me I didn't even know to ask, so he answered every doubt the doubt that I had. I said, "All right, God, let's roll." And this is one of the things I tell a lot of people: a lot of times, red flags are just conversations that need to be had. Yeah, Mm. they're not a ticket out. Mm. They're not a, a, a saying. You know what? I see this. I'm out. Have a conversation about it. And I think we wait too long until that red flag is just completely waving and waving. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. and, and when you can actually have that conversation, because what she was feeling is something that I need to her to process and really understand that there's something that I, I had a problem with. 
And and also when we got to Atlanta and we're at dinner that night, it was like the it was the oh I did tell you that night I was like you're not ready you're still not ready because of some choices that he had made the week before. I don't even and, know what those choices uh, were. Um, um, we were supposed to do something, but you went somewhere else and did with some people. No, yeah. So, <laughs> so I, yeah, and we, I wasn't we mad. disagree on that. See, and, and, but no, what I told him, and I told him, and I said, I, I said, I'm not mad, I'm just clear. That was, a, and, that was in a, again, a, a space where I was trying to do way too much. I was yeah. trying to be here, be there, appease this person, appease yeah. that person. Literally had a, a anxiety attack on the highway. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had to pull over. And I could not, I couldn't go anywhere. I just went home and I just sat in my, my driveway for about an hour. And I said, this is where everything like that has to stop. I have to put these boundaries up and say, no, I can't do this for you. That's good. And, and That's good. even when he called me that night, I wasn't mad. Like I said, I'm not mad. I'm just clear. And so in Atlanta, I told him at that moment, I was like, not, no, you're not, not yet. You're still not there. And it's certain things in my, and I, this is a conversation I had myself, certain things that I'm not going to do or allow or settle anymore. And I wasn't mad with him because that's his process. I'm yeah. still going to respect his process and what he has to go through. And I knew that Bache had it in him to process all that, like he just sat here and said. So, about a couple of weeks later, it was just he was like, "Let's let's do this," and I was like, "Let's ride out." But we no, we're missing a big part because but, we were talking about fasting. Oh That's what yes, it was. Mm, that, that 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 weekend. Yes, that weekend. She said, "We need to fast." No, it was at the restaurant that day. That's what it was. That's thank you, babe, for bringing. When he asked me what would it look like if we became exclusive, and I asked him, "Well, what, what does that look like?" and I said, "I don't." And I told him at that that day at the restaurant, I said, "I don't know. I had to fast seven you days." Said we. You said we, seven days, so we have to. I said, "We and, did." And, I say, "We." Well, you know what? Yeah, I said, "We." Let me tell no, you what I, happened. I think y'all said, mm-hmm. "No, I. you said we had to fast." That's what I'm saying. When we came back from Atlanta, saying um, we have to fast, right? Yeah, yeah. Next thing you know, I call her the next morning. Okay, what are we doing? She already full in her fast, and I said, you know what? Do your fast by I'm yourself. I'm gonna do mine by myself. I'm gonna do mine by myself. We're going to get answers that we yeah. need, and then we're going to fast together, and we can yeah. make a decision. And then after the fast, we were in Atlanta, and that's right. And that's when I said, no, not yet. Even after the fast, God, dog, girl. And then see, <laughs> that's this, when the conversation happened after that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. But see, here's the thing: I'm not saying he had to be perfect. Because I don't expect from per- perfection from anybody. But I, he had to be purposeful for himself and for us. And until he processed everything, I was right over here being in God's and, and time. We can, we can be very transparent about what was going on. So yeah. one of the things that she said that she felt like I needed women in different aspects of my life. I'm in the mental health field. I go to a training of 80. It's three men. Oh, yeah, of course. Each time, every yeah, time. Yeah, it's more women. I'll, I'll, yeah. Who, one of my great friends, Unika J, she was my business coach and, like, sister. Mm-hmm. I had my, my homegirl, Emily, from, like, sixth grade that I've known. She does, like, one of my best friends, and also she does all my travel. And then I had another person who was doing my business for my practice. And so it just seemed that they, way. They tried to holler. 
But I shut it down. Like, we had they a tried conversation. To we they had tried a, to we had a general but no, conversation. But no, it was no. He was true about that. Like I looked at his life and it revolved around women. Now I'm not insecure. The time I was, I'm on that. You know, when I was, you know, back in the day. But he didn't give me reason to be insecure. But we still needed to have. That but we still yeah, needed to talk course. about like all of this. I know how women operate and the stories that they create in their head and how they're thinking. And that happened with one of them. So it wasn't that I was insecure or anything like that. It was like, I still need you to recognize how people move and think. And, and he had a whole lot of experience with that. So he knew. Yeah. Cause I was going to this conference and playing small. Cause I didn't want nobody to think I was trying to holler at them. I wanted to spend my three days, get my this information I need. I didn't say hi to a lot of people just because it was like, I don't want to be inviting or anything like yeah. that. And I was dealing with that. And that's what I expressed to her, like the frustrations of that. And then some other stuff that was happening. And I was just like, and that answered some of her questions. That's good. Yeah. That's when I think that's the, that's the quote unquote flaw that I recognized that was in me in my previous marriage mm-hmm. is because I'm in the entertainment industry touring shows across the country as a national playwright, director and producer. A lot of my friends mm-hmm. are actors and actresses, but I've gravitated toward, you know, I had more female friends yeah. than male friends. Now I become more intentional to start balancing that out, to mm-hmm. actually seek out male friendship. So yeah. Basha, you're going to be my friend. So, <laughs> we, so you got to, it. to actually seek out male friendship yeah. because I want to be more intentional about that and have mm-hmm. a band the brothers around me where it's like, you know, it's, you know, when I get married, I can actually have some dudes standing up there, you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> you know? so, so yeah. I understand what that is. And I recognize that that was uh, a character flaw in me. Yeah. And it wasn't something that I sought out. It was just by even go back to high school. It was mm-hmm. always females mm-hmm. around yeah. me. I wasn't yeah. a dude that was playing football or sports like that. I was in theater. I was mm-hmm. doing mm-hmm. other stuff. So it was females around, yeah. you know, where some guys uh, do gay, he gay, you know, he hang, hang around girls. And I like that mm-hmm. makes me be gay because I'm hanging around women, right? Yeah, right. yeah. figure that out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, and I'm yeah. like, that don't even make sense. Right. And so, and so that was the that was the whole thing by design. And so I think that that is really cool that that a Bache, you were transparent enough to talk about, hey, this is this is me trying to sort this out mm-hmm. because the other thing you said something that resonates with me where you said I was trying to play small mm-hmm. and um I think that that's the problem is that 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 that's what I've done before. I'd be like, all right, well, and I start becoming more stuck up and I'm not as friendly. I'm not mm-hmm. speaking to nobody like what's wrong with him. Cause I'm like, I, I don't move the way mm-hmm. I would normally move as carefree or whatnot. Yeah. But then when you have healthy, mature conversations like y'all are having around that, that subject matter, then you learn to say, all right, this, we can learn boundaries right. and yeah. he's already mm-hmm. established certain boundaries in his life. And then certain people just gonna step over the boundary. They like, yeah, yeah. Dude, I like you. You single? What, what, what's yeah. wrong with me liking yeah. you? Yeah. Just like you liking her. And this is somebody that y'all have a professional relationship in. And so it's, it's you know, and then when they step, you know, out of bounds, then it's like, okay, now let's go ahead and put this over here. Yeah. But what was so dope about y'all is y'all are able to sort it out, talk about it. Well, everything lies in communication. And Bashir yes. taught me that. It's about communicating. And one thing that we have done even before our marriage is being committed to communicating. There it is. You have to have that commitment to communication because all the answers, all the solutions lie in communication. Mm -hmm. And you have to be willing to have the hard conversations, but also be open to hearing someone else. He's he's taught me to listen. I'm I'm getting better. I'm better, ain't it, babe? Mm -hmm. 
See, <laughs> you know, no, she's better, but and, and one of the breakthroughs we had. So, so one thing that we did, like after we fast forward a couple of weeks later, we we said, okay, let's do this. Let's be exclusive. Like literally one week after that, Bashe was like, "You want to go to couples counseling?" And I was like, "Counseling? Why I'm dating somebody? Like I never heard of that." But I was like, "Okay, let's do it." And in doing in going into the counseling. And really, like, talking about things, I started learning, like, wow, I got some some work to do on some things. Because even though I'm, you know, I could be the ice queen, ice you out, this, that, and the other, I, mm, how can I say this? With triggers would pop up, I would put so much trust in the triggers that I would feed those things mm. as opposed to, really being present to the process. Mm. So a long time ago, I told myself, okay, it's time for me to, I had to break up with the outcome and get married to the process. And as women, we're so focused on, I want to be married. I want to have a husband. I want to, you know, be in this marriage and have all the things that, that comes with the marriage, but marriage is work. And so I just broke up with the outcome. Like I, I, I had to detach fully from the outcome. And when you're when you're married to the process, you're more present. So through that whole time we were in that couples counseling, I started to learn things about myself. I learned I was a terrible listener because in my profession, and we had a breakthrough too. I was like, in my profession, I'm, even before I got into the branding and all of that, I was a, a high school principal. So when I retired from that, I, I told Basha, I said, you got to understand. All, and before that, I was a t- teacher trainer. Before that, I was this. I was like, you got to understand. My whole life, I was listened to. And now I have to listen to someone else. It, it was very hard transition. And and so really coming to that realization for myself, and when you're in leadership positions and in positions and you own your own business and entrepreneur, everybody's listening to you. You don't have to listen to them. God, that's good. In my entire life, I was a listener. Yeah. If I'm a therapist, I'm yeah. listening to everybody. Yeah. So I needed I needed to be in a relationship where I'm heard. Yeah. Mm, 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 and I mm. had to learn Ooh, how good. to hear him. Hold on. just I'm sorry. Just take <laughs> Goodness gracious. Because that's, that, that could have very well been the recipe of destruction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's both of y'all are to- in your natural habitat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm the person that's listened to. I'm the person that listens and it has to be a role reversal in order yes. for it to be a great marriage and, and a great relationship. But that could be the very thing that makes people go, you know what? I, 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 and if you're not committed to the communication, Latavius, that's where, and that's Latarius. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Latarius, Latarius, Latarius. Those were all the times I messed it up. Latarius. If we weren't committed to communicating and talking through that, yes. we would not be here. Yes. And I had to shift, and I'm still in the process of it, but I knew he's worth putting in the work to be a better listener for mm. so he can be heard. If he's sitting in sessions all day and just quiet, and <laughs> when he comes out, he wants me to hear him, I have to be present for that. Yes. And I have to have that willingness to be present. So in in therapy, in uh, our counseling sessions, it was just powerful to really come to all of these realizations and, and have somebody that wanted to do that. Right. And part of that to me, for me, for me as well, is I was married to the end. So I'm writing Dear Future Wife. And so I needed somebody to be that wife. Like I can't be writing these open letters and I don't have anybody to attach it to. So I was dating. Like I was literally, I talk about how sometimes we choose, our wounds choose our mates. 
Like, what is the thing that's hurting me that needs company, right? Or if, if I'm lonely, we talk about that being lonely versus alone. If I'm lonely, I'm just trying to fill somebody. Fill a void. Yeah, fill a void to have somebody there. So when I, when I release my book, I have evidence beside me, you know. And I had to tell myself, it's like, you know, mm. could you hear online, like, how are you a single person giving couples relationship advice? Yeah. yeah. Giving married people who, who've been this to have 25 years and they're coming to you and you're helping them and changing their lives. Had you been married before? No, never been married before. I was. And one of my, okay. one of my, one of my chapters is I've never been married before, but I've had several divorces. The process of the break. Go get the book, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Dear future wife. And, and so, real. you know, I was just holding on to these relationships because mm-hmm. I wanted to look like what the book said I should look like. But mm-hmm. then I had to sit back and say, I went to school for this. Like, I have mm-hmm. licenses, I have trainings, I have all these different things, and I don't need to date society, and I don't need society to tell me that I'm valid because I have a yeah. partner. So I said, I'm, I'm going to marry the process, as we talked about. I'm going to marry the process and go through it and be present. And that's mm-hmm. one of the things I was telling my wife. I was just like, we got to be present. Like, be here. Yeah. Like, I don't want to talk about that because we're going to miss the moment. We're going to yeah. miss each other trying to craft a relationship or marriage before we even start to date. And and when we did decide Latavius to be... Latarius. I messed it up again. Latarius. Latarius. When we did get exclusive, it's like, let's do this, and we got into counseling. God revealed to us so much alignment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was like we would... We just be... Speechless. And I remember after Bashe proposed, and he proposed in our. Oh, don't stop. Oh, go oh, oh, okay, okay. We got to go back to that moment. Okay, okay. So, y'all start dating exclusively at mm-hmm. what, what What was the date around? December. It was. Early December, like the first week. Yeah, first, the yeah. third, or second, something. And like you proposed when? January 30th. Yeah. And what happened? When did the light go off for you? You like, yes, that's my yeah, wife. Yeah, that's what I want to know. Like, we yeah. already, like, I already know that this is my forever, right? And mm-hmm. so I didn't want to, and the reason why I said let's go to counseling because I wanted to expedite some things, all right? And I didn't want to be the professional or be the expert in our relationship. Good. I wanted to back up, and I want you to see me mm-hmm. in this space, and I want to see you in this space, and I want you to see you in this space, and I wanted me to see me in this space. Good. And so allowing the counselor to point out some different things because as we as counselors, we're saying, like, neither one of us are the, are the client. The relationship is the client. Mm-hmm. So now if I'm doing, like, what am I contributing to the relationship for it to be successful or to be a failure? So now we're sitting back and we're giving all this information. I can't let it go. I was going to let it slide. I can't do it. You said neither one of y'all are the client. The relationship is the client. And that is a stark difference. Why? Because, again, she might disappoint me. Right. If she disappoint me, does that mean I want to leave the relationship? There it is. She's not tied to that. Like you can be you can do something wrong and still be committed to this relationship. There it is. You can be arguing and still be in love. You can be on, on different sides of the bed and still say, I'm in the bed with you. I'm in this relationship, I'm in this marriage. I'm not leaving this. Re- I'm just disappointed with you right now. I'm just upset. The reason why I needed you to say that, Lord, Jesus, help me. Holy Spirit <laughs> is because. You just gave people reference marriages. It's a lot of married couples that watch this podcast. You gave them reference of saying that is true because at the end of the day, when people say, and myself included, I want a divorce. 
That's because the process, and I said one thing that I want to be committed to is the marriage. Mm-hmm. And the marriage, if you, if you, and my ex wife would say it all the time, it's like, I got married and I never, there's nothing you could have possibly done to get a divorce. And I was like, I don't think I ever mm-hmm. thought that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I never even thought it. Not that I've always said that I never thought I'd get a divorce, but I never ever said that. I wouldn't either. Mm-hmm. I never said there, there's nothing you could do to make me divorce you. I never thought that. Mm-hmm. And so going into it this next time around, uh, I said, you know what, God, I want to make sure that I'm whole. I want to meet a whole woman and I want a whole relationship. And we are committed to that marriage. Mm-hmm. And so th- exactly what you said in those moments where you're like, gosh, you get on my nerves. Mm-hmm. But you're like, but well, we got something beautiful. We have purpose yeah. right here. Yeah. Right. And and that's what's so beautiful. So I want the married couples that are watching this podcast. If your spouse ain't looking at it right now <laughs> with you, y'all watch this together. <laughs> because what he just dropped, this gym drop that they just made will change the trajectory trajectory and give you purpose in your marriage yeah and this is how you describe that in those moments you don't say i don't want to be in this marriage you say i don't want to be in this marriage like this there it is mm-hmm. like i don't want this to continue to drive us apart there it is so what do we need to do to get back to the place we need to be like because relationships they can su- survive arguments mm-hmm. and disconnects what they can't survive is a threat of leaving so each time you say I'm leaving, I want a divorce. Subconsciously, every time something happens, that's a, that's just going towards that goal. Exactly. And there can be a sock over there. This is why I want to leave. Yeah. And it's a sock. <laughs> the minimal thing because you already set the goal, and so those things contribute to the disconnect. Yeah. So you hold on. I, I always every time I talk to somebody, I always liken it to this relationship I have with my good old loving son Armani. And Armani one day told me. Um, that I had picked him up at this place. I'm not disclosed what happened, but I went and picked him up at this place. And he said, I didn't know that you was going to come back and pick me up. And he said, I thought it was over. And I said, you, my son, I adopted you. I said, there's no over. Mm-hmm. And if, and, and I remember in that moment, I said, there's nothing my son can do that will make me disown him that will make and i told him this i said armani i'm not asking you to do this but if you killed a thousand people you still my son that killed a thousand people mm-hmm. and i said there's nothing you're gonna be in prison and i'm gonna go and visit you in prison i'll just be following you behind bars and i said so there's nothing you could possibly do and god said that's how i want you to love your next wife mm-hmm. i want you to love your next wife where they feel so secure that there's nothing that they could do or say or be or little arguments or disagreements or whatever it is to make you say you I'm know out. what? I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm out. One of the things that happened with us is like sometimes when we were disconnected, this is during the dating phase. I didn't like the way we got off the phone. So I called her back and I said, we can't end like that, even if we're not feeling each other. So we need to come up with something to say that I'm still here. Mm. So what can we say? Yeah. And actually, was that you came with that idea? Yeah, I thought that was like... Okay, all right, I'm thinking something else then. But it, I think it was just me being abrupt, period, hanging up. I don't think it was we having no, disconnect. I was sitting there, I, were, I was watching TV, I remember it. Because uh, you used to always be like, you get off the phone abruptly and you just hang up. I thought it was like a normal thing, maybe. That <laughs> was just me, sorry. So, But it was just like, so we both said, stay connected, I'm here. Yeah. So one of us says something. Yeah, so if we when we go to hang up, and I would, my goodbye, my Goodbye would be like, stay connected. And he, I'm here. And and if he says stay connected, I would say I'm here. Mm. So, yeah. That's beautiful. That's powerful. Yeah. Yeah. So fast forward. So here we are. 
We propose. Oh, so let's let's I guess break that down. So I had got permission from her dad, mm-hmm. her mother, um, her, her daughter, brother, her daughter, and I was trying to figure out like how I was going to do it. We were supposed to go to Super Bowl. I was going to do it there. I had a TV uh, news thing. I was going to do it there. Her, sister, her her daughter was like, "Nah, that's too much." Um, and we were never public. Like yeah. Yeah. we didn't post on social media. We didn't do any of that. I always said the next person I post on social media is me walking down the aisle to marry him. <laughs> and, and that was me too. And, that, and that, that was so refreshing because some people will come like, because of what I do, right? Oh, you're always talking about relationships, why you can't show it. <laughs> it's like, I want to build it. And I'll, you know, I'm not hiding you. I yeah. just want a secure relationship. There and I don't want to have a conversation where I got to prove to you why I shouldn't do this. Mm-hmm. And that was so seemingly... Like easy because she was writing a lot. It was like a Drake lyric, you know. I wasn't hiding the world from my son. I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was hiding my son. Whatever he I said, I had my son from the world. world. I'm hiding the world from my son yeah. because the world is a brutal place. Yes, and even Too though even yes. though I would could care less what anyone says, it's still a daunting thing, you know, on, on you. So like I, it was so much peace. We had so much peace. So, you know, after he asked everybody and he proposed that. Uh, and the therapist had no idea. She yeah. had no idea. And it was dope. So he proposed in therapy. Yes. yes at the end of our therapy yes. session. At the it end was of the therapy session. It was no dope. camera, no video, no nothing. It was intimate, present in the moment. And I knew that God's presence was there. Mm-hmm. And it was the most beautiful thing. And what month was this? January. January. Th- it was in January. And then a week later, what did you say to Abashe? The wedding date is August 1st. <laughs> God woke me out of sleep, which is like August 1st. Yeah. Like, and I called. I was like, oh, you, the, we, we getting married August 1st this year. Yeah. Like the, for him, just like I said earlier, I was never confused. I was never led astray, run amok. I was never any of those things. Bamboo. It was like bamboozled. I was clear on. Whether I was clear that he wasn't ready, whether I was clear that he was, I was always clear. That he wanted you. Yes. You was always clear about that. Of his intention. Yeah. She played the little game. Yeah. I don't want you, but I'm going to give you a kiss. <laughs> anyway, that was them, them, them drinks you bought me on purpose. <laughs> She's been blaming so all So I night. thought I had the same drink all night because my glass was full. No, but the, the thing was is that I was always clear about what he, his intention, like yeah. never confused. And yeah. he always took the initiative to make it as his actions matched his words. You know, I, I always say to women, only time you got to worry about a man is what he, if what he says doesn't match what he does. I don't care. About anything else, it has to. He could watch what he does because he can say all day long. That's what I said. Watch what he does, and if he tells you, "Hey, you know what? I'm not ready for a relationship." Don't sit there and hang on to hoop dreams and say, "Well, I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna, I'm gonna show him what I am," and he's still not. He's, and here's he, the thing: like I, I want less stress. I want a smooth relationship. I mean, we're going to have those different things. Yes. Yeah. So I'm going to be proactive. I'm going to get ahead of the questions because I already got the answers. Yes. I never had to, come on with that, baby. Like, come on like, with that. I'm going to get ahead of the questions because I already got But I didn't have a question. I didn't have I didn't give you the opportunity. Yeah. You didn't, you didn't yeah. Have, I, the week after that, it was like, here's the date. Hold on, Bache. <laughs> what you just say? I don't even remember. You said I'm, I'm gonna get ahead of the questions. Yeah. Of, yeah, I'm gonna get ahead of the questions. I already got the answers. Yeah. I already know who who she is and who I want to, <laughs> want her to be and who I want to be for her. Yeah, and so 
God, like I said, oh, God, I, I hope y'all catch that. I hope you catch that. I hope you catch it. <laughs> and so, God this said August first, yes, and I this, didn't know what day it was. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we like, looked on, on the calendar. I'm telling you, August first, it might be like we you said, Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> like Bible study, like what is, like it's a random day. <laughs> but it looked and it was a Saturday. Yeah, it was a Saturday. Yeah, and and after that, all the alignment just started to unfold. God just started to show us. This is this unbelievable. I'm aligning you, aligning you, and one of the biggest things that stood out for me was um, I was leaving. So I was um, we moved into he moved into so I already had a house. This was before that, and everything. No, I was engaged. We were shortly after we got engaged. Right, I'm talking about I wasn't living with you yet. No, no, you weren't living there. Um, This was right before COVID hit. Yeah, so COVID hit around March. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so this was like February. Because we got engaged January 30th. So like, it's like whatever. And I was leaving out of the house one day and a neighbor across the street. And I was like, hey, Byron, I want you. I was like, I got engaged. He was like, oh, congratulations. I only knew a few people in my cul-de-sac. And I remember. Miss Parker. Hey, Miss Parker. She wonder why none of the ladies speak to her. Bye, Miss Parker. Why none of the men can't speak to her. Don't you, don't you, don't you speak to her. Right. But, but cutting grass. I was, I was like. Short you know, <laughs> I was like, wait, I was like, I got engaged. She was like, oh, congratulations. I was like, I want you to meet my fiance. And so Bache was coming out, that like walking down the driveway. Oh, uh, she told me about it. That came, was dope. He came around the car and, and he saw Byron. No, you said, I want you to meet my fiance. Bache. He was like, Bache. And when Bache came around the car, he saw Byron, and they just started <laughs> dapping and hugging and what? Tuck. They were childhood friends. Yeah, childhood childhood friends. friends. Yeah, as he told me a couple months ago, I said, wow, that's guy. I used he, to go from New York um, and go visit my cousins down in North Carolina every summer. Like, you know, your, your family's mm-hmm. down south. So I used to go there every summer. And I used to hang with him. That was my cousin's best yeah. friend. And he moved up here. They had said it. We were supposed to link up one time, but. I was throwing parties or something like that, and we just didn't link. And I just, you know, he was on the other side, different county, and we just never connected. And then to come out and see, like, that's my guy. Yeah, yeah. So I was just like, oh, that's I was like, you got friends, a friend to ride bikes with. <laughs> you got somebody to go outside and play with. Yeah. But, like, how, like, how, like, what are the chances, right? Got what are the chances that, that 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 happens? It's like you can't even make this stuff up. No. If you wrote if you wrote this in the movie, they'd be like, okay, that's so they just stretching the movie out. They'd be right. making this unbelievable stuff, right. and it's just God. And that yeah. in that moment, in that moment, it was like after that, uh, Bache was all out in the in the neighborhood. <laughs> he, he meeting everybody, and when COVID hit, he said, "Hey, I want us to be together during this time," mm-hmm. and I'm. I'm coming to stay. And we were abstinent until our wedding night. And so. How hard was that? Y'all living together, hard, waking up. Uh, yeah, it was hard. It was time. hard But I knew I, I had personally made a commitment. Yeah, yeah. And we weren't going to jeopardize. You know, I remember Bache had, uh, I was going upstairs one day and he was like, babe, you know what? He was like, we, us honoring our abstinence, we're going to be blessed. There it is. And. We can't, we, nothing can interfere with that. And like, when you hear it that way and you know, you're honoring God, you, the urge, you just be like, huh, whatever, (laughs) you know, you, cause you know, the, 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 the blessings and the overflow on the other side of it. And I call Bashe my overflow because, (laughs) because, (laughs) because like all the things that I was asking for in my declaration and 
all the things that I knew that I wanted in a man, he was all of those things because I just didn't want somebody to come and do whatever. I wanted somebody that was going to help me grow and elevate me emotionally, spiritually, financially, intellectually. And he did all those things. And I just say, baby, I, I say you the overflow. God gave me the overflow. And, and let's, let's, let's jump on that whole house thing. Cause we got to talk about that mm-hmm. because it took a while for me to actually say that because mm-hmm. of my ego, because of what I prayed for, what I said I was going to have in 2020. Oh uh, yeah. I was already speaking with a realtor. I was about to buy this house, 500,000, four bedrooms, full basement, everything, working through the financials. Like I started in 2018, it was like, okay, your first year in business, you got to show a loss and yep. we'll do it in two years, boom, you're good. So I'm working this out and my wife, she got a brand new house. And my ego is about to purchase a house mm-hmm. when I can move in. Yep. But what is that across the street look- from a friend? And- <laughs> but, what, but what does that look like to society? I know it. Look like you living off this woman, right? And my business, and at that point, has made the most money I've ever made mm-hmm. in my business. It's thriving. That's why it don't matter what people think, right? <laughs> but I had to, I had to really reconcile with that and have that conversation. But even when I made that decision, I was still battling my ego. Like when I moved in, I started buying everything. Like, <laughs> yeah. now we about to get the basement done. We about to get, we about to finance the house. Like, like I'm saying, it's like fifty thousand. Boom! Like this, all I furnished the whole like, house. Up. Yeah, that was my mindset because I needed to say that I'm bringing something to the table. He made our house a home. Yes, and he made our neighborhood a community. For mm. me. You're welcome. But like he he did all of that. Just his presence, the right person with your with your presence will do that. Because I was just in my house, you know, Chilling. minding my business. Because yeah. when nobody they wave as you're driving yeah. out your driveway. But like he can he brought connection. And Bible study with the couple across the street. We take trips with them now. Nah, like, yeah, oh, that's who y'all went to the trip yeah. with. Yeah. 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 And I told so, them we're going to connect y'all. Too. Yeah. Yeah. You say, yeah, you say you need to talk to them. And I was yeah, like, yeah. all right, let's see what's up. Yeah. Like, yeah, what's so shout out to Byron and Key. But like, yeah. it, it's just. And, and the part about it, too, I was expanding my practice and to find out my neighbor, his wife is a clinician. And so oh. I'm looking yeah. for supervision and I'm a supervisor. So now I got yeah. my first clinician. Working under me. Across the street. Across the street. Come on, man. God will Come set on, man. so much up when Come you're on, operating man. in obedience and alignment. And so when we, I remember we were like, you know, everybody has a wedding hashtag and yeah. all this stuff. And I w- we were trying to think of a wedding hashtag. And like, and literally we were talking in that conversation. I don't know who said it, but it came up. It was like, when love aligns. Mm-hmm. And that spoke to who we were. When love aligns. You are clear. You are not confused. You have overflow. You have blessings. And so that became our wedding hashtag. And then it became kind of like how we show up. And we co-founded that together. And, and even, then think about it. Like, even before we were dating, we talked about this at brunch. How we were supposed to be on a dating show <laughs> yeah. in yeah. 2017. Yeah. We were supposed to be on that dating show. I was being recruited to be one of the contestants, men on, to to date this woman. Yeah. She was supposed to be that woman mm-hmm. until they switched that. And then she said no. But yeah. I had said no because I didn't want to do a dating show. I didn't. Yeah. Like, I was just at one point I was just like, that'd be good for my book. Yeah. You know, I can do that. And I was like, mm, that's not what I want to do. Yeah. God. So in God's timing. Saying no again. 
to things that we think are opportunities, but it's really the saying like, chill, we got this. God said, I got this. Just yeah. Chill out. Yeah. So, you know, just thinking about that, you said that was 2017 mm-hmm. and then y'all actually connect in 2019 mm-hmm. and then y'all working together, uh, fulfilling purpose. And then come January, he proposes to you and then y'all get married on August the 1st and the number eight stands for new beginnings. The number mm-hmm. one stands for unity. Just such yeah. a beautiful uh, moment that happened. Um, Bashe, how do you and I meet? I sip my tea. Listen. So when I was doing Dear Future Wife, and then I decided I decided to uh, trademark it and then eventually copyright it, copyright and register it. Right. So Dear Future Wife is literally like at this point mine, like on paper. Right. And I was doing that because I felt so passionate about my work, and I wanted to do different things. I wanted to do conferences. I want, of course, my book. I wanted to like speak and teach from it. And so I hired some people to kind of like monitor some things because people were literally stealing my words. Oh, your words. And taking my name off and reposting it. I'm talking about people with huge followings. <laughs> and I'm just like, yo, just share it. Just give me some credit. Yeah. like, I, And I even reached out to some people and I was like, we can work together. Like, you don't have to steal it. And I, I got blocked. Are they going to block you when you're just by asking yeah, them to work yeah, together? Just, yeah. I, I don't want to give no names, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so... I was just like, why can't we just collaborate? And why yeah. can't you just give me like you already established? Like I'm trying to build this thing. Yes. And so that one of those people that I hired saw you had posted in that uh, uh, pray for your future pray spouse for, challenge. Yeah, pray for your future spouse. Um, shout out to them too. I yeah. used to work with them. Um, you had posted to dear future wife, and people were like, "Oh, this is powerful." And so whenever p- people got a lot of attention, they would email email me. Yeah. But sometimes they would just reach out to the person. Yeah. So you got a message, and then all of a sudden you got blocked. Well, you blocked me. No, I never blocked oh, you. Some, I don't, somebody oh, yeah. Got yeah, I, don't, I, don't I never block people. I have a rule that I never block people. Oh, yeah. that's because uh, uh, I want everybody. It's, it's this yeah. funny thing I have in my spirit that the the Bible says that I will prepare a table before you in the mm-hmm. presence of your enemies. Yeah. So I, I can't block what God is trying to show you. Right. So exactly. I just so I just I just let. Everybody see what it's gonna be, yeah. right. but you had inbox or whoever inboxed me said, "Hey, listen, I own the uh, the trademark to Dear Future Wife," and I said, "Well, I'm just writing little letters on Facebook, you know." And, and uh, I said that protects you in commerce, not just in people saying it, because everybody's everybody in the United States and across the world be writing these little mm-hmm. right. letters to their right. future wife, and uh, and then and you was like, "Well, nah," and I said, "All right, well, fine." So I just changed it. I just started going by. I said about three months later, or no, two months later i just changed to dear future wifey Mm -hmm. and then that's when god laid on my heart to do the podcast and all that type of stuff and then full circle experience then last when when did you reach out because you had commented and was like you had elsa on yes i had worked with elsa yes you had elsa on. i was like this is dope and i went to go look for you but i couldn't find you on instagram yeah 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 and then and then at that point i was just like yo let me reach out to this brother because I love you being, it was authentic, it right. was genuine. Mm-hmm. Right. You're not trying to pimp anybody's pain. You're exactly. You're not trying to take, take advantage of people or writing these love letters to get women. And that's not, that's never what I did. Exactly. A lot of people saw that it was like a beautiful thing or, or you trying to get girls. I was like, no, I'm trying to release this pain that I'm feeling. <laughs> like, this is not, like, I don't want the attention. I want to drop it and just get off. Yeah. Like, that was literally how I was moving. And when I saw that in you, I said, this is your process, brother. Like, this is your healing process, and I've been there. Mm. So I said, I got to connect with you, man. And first, I got to set the apology first and come in, in, in humbleness and say, like, 
I want to connect with you on a brotherhood level. And that's what I respect. What one thing that I said when you did that, I said, ah, I'm trying to get emotional because like I said, I get intentional about brotherhood. Mm-hmm. And so when he did that, I was like, I started looking at your page and look, I was like, hold on, he got this, got this little boo thing with him now. Who is this? What's, what's, what's going on? You know what I'm saying? And then I said, oh my God. And then I started, we got on the phone and started talking. I said, I got it. The way he started uh, esteeming you. And how his process of, of of recovering you on my podcast, I say journey with me as I discover, uncover and recover love. Mm-hmm. But to hear him when he started talking, he mm-hmm. talked through that whole process that mm-hmm. I was going through. And I was like, I got to have y'all. Yeah. Oh, I got to have y'all on the yeah. podcast. I said, because the way he talked about you and he was transparent about mm-hmm. his journey and his brokenness and, mm-hmm. and how y'all came to be. And I was like, ah, I want that. I yeah. want a woman I can work alongside. Mm-hmm. We work together that she builds me up. I build up. I said that he, this thing exudes the total essence of what this whole podcast means. Oh, and and it was so dope to even be uh, connected to this brother. How even initially, and this was just back in January of last year or no, it's probably in the, it was one of the months or whatever where you actually had reached out and mm-hmm. said that. And, and I was like, I ain't trying to steal this man. Nothing. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, I'm just trying to, man, I'm going through some pain. I'm just trying to write a letter to my name, future wifey. That's all I'm trying to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that, yeah. like I said, the only time I had problem with people doing it and when they were taking when they stealing your words, I, you yeah. should have a problem with it. That's yeah. called plagiarism. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so, and so when we talked, we was like, man, no. And you was like, man, we can coexist in this space. It's cool. We can, we, we can work together in this. And I was like, God, thank you. Yeah. Like, God, thank you. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And then I said, shoot, hey, you want to come on the podcast? I'll blow your book up. Whatever you got to do, let's, let's, because that's what brotherhood is supposed to right. be about. Right. Yeah. When people have, like you said, good intentions. Mm-hmm. When you have good intentions to say, man, listen, man, I see what you're doing. And I didn't even know that you had a book out there until you reached out and said, that. I said, let me find out who this, what, what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it, and it made me literally look out, to, uh, look out for that. And I said, you know what? All right. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I said, this is, this is really dope. So I definitely want to thank you, uh, you know, publicly for being a man of just humility, a mm-hmm. man of grace that, that's not on this ego trip and stuff yeah. and, and that you could come and support what I'm doing and say, man, listen, we can coexist in this space. You're doing what you're doing. Hey, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's enough for all of us out here to do what Absolutely. we do. Uh, so yes. I respect that so much as a black man for you to do what you do and for you to have this therapeutic background you know what i'm saying it's like you just and then look at this you know you done manifested this i know i want one when i get one <laughs> can i manifest right. this in my life you're in your yes, process you can. that's the dopest part about it is like you're in your process authentically yeah right it is, yeah. It's, you're not out here faking you're not out here doing it for the gram you're not why out do you here. say what, what, what can you resonate what resonates with you for you to say it's authentic because there's nothing that you're really seeking out like you're not out here trying to say hey I know everything about relationships yeah. and I can heal you and I can fix it. <laughs> I can be the saver because that's where I was. My thought process before I started writing, like I thought I can fix every single thing, yeah. but not everything is my assignment. Mm. And so now you're bringing up other people to tell their stories. And I know in the background you're healing from other people's Ooh. stories. Mm. Boy, if you, boy, if you <laughs> I already know. know. Oh, geez. You, you, you absorbing what you need in order to get what you need in order to be who you need to be. While blessing others. Did you, did you and say blessing that? so many other people. Because what you're doing is serving. Mm. You're serving, and it's, yeah. Uh, yeah. We're going to be praying. So y'all have this dope conference coming up called yeah. When Love Aligns. Yeah. Yes. When Love Aligns Weekend Experience, eight, August 13th to 15th. 
We're doing in-person and virtual. We're going to have so many different speakers. We're going to be talking about intimacy, which is important. We, we, of course, we talk about sex oh, yeah. connection. Um, but we talk about communication. We talk about relationship recovery. We talk about we have a singles panels. We have a, a marriage panel. Um, we have a, 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 a women's night. I'll let you talk about that. Yeah, we have a women's night where we're talking about sex and intimacy. And we have a rideology class. For the ladies. <laughs> you said ridology? Yeah. How to please yourself so, in addition to pleasing your man. Yeah. Because, again, I'm about everybody needs to get what they need in that mm-hmm. relationship. Yeah. Not just pouring into a man. A woman yeah. needs her, her stuff, too. And and we're going to be talking about psychological safety in relationships, mm-hmm. which I think is huge. Psychological safety. Yeah. Because, Y'all to get deep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we, you know, having a safe space to be able to be who you are. You know, even in the hard times, the hard conversations, where it's not going to be thrown back at you. Or it's mm. not going to be judged. So psychological safety oh, and relationships. Good. It's going to be a lot of great, not only panels, but keynote speakers. So we have Dr. Nicole LaBeach from Owns, uh, the hit series on Own, Put, Put a, a Ring, ring on, on It. it. Um, we have uh, Egypt Sherrod and her husband. Goody Howard is doing the sensual intelligence mm. as well as rideology class. And we have real... People in real relationships, you know, that are going to be speaking and singles and, you know, people that are dating, that are in relationships, that are married. So we just want to, to reach the masses with this event and visit WhenLoveAlliance.com, um, you know, and join us because it's register. August Go 13th and through the 14th, right 15th, 13th through the 15th. 13th through the 15th. It's a, it's a weekend uh, make sure that y'all go and sign up right now. I was telling them how supportive. First of all, I just want to thank y'all on the Dear Future Wifey podcast, the viewers. Y'all are so supportive. Y'all have done some amazing things. When I have guests on the podcast that resonate with y'all, y'all attack their website and y'all start buying up all the merchandise <laughs> that they have. And people be calling me saying, man, I went on your show yesterday and people just buying up all my stuff and doing all this, uh, which lets me know that this has been extremely effective. And when y'all see people that y'all want to glean more information on that we haven't covered on the podcast that you want to just absorb everything that they have to offer. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. And, uh, yeah, do the same for them. Go to the website, register. I'm going to ask them. I'm like, did your registration go up? And then I know that y'all gave them the dear future wifey effect. So, uh, keep doing what y'all doing. Um, so y'all got that coming up and y'all also about to roll out some, some, some counseling or some coaching, Yes. 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 So it's coaching for singles, people in relationships, people that are married. We do a um, very high level coaching course that's designed for people that, you know, have. Re- I talk the business side of it. He talks the relationship side of it. Um, and you don't have to be in business together to, to really benefit from right. this. And it's a, a five week course that's so powerful. Talk about communication. We break down communication. Oh, we, we go all the way in mm-hmm. on communication. We break it down to the. To the white meat, <laughs> to, you know, to, to where people really get an understanding. Oh, so and we talk about self-love, elevating your self-love. I could not love my husband or receive his love if I did not have a full understanding of who I am and how much I love myself. And we talked about this last week about alone versus being lonely. Mm. In my period of not dating for four years, I was alone. I was I was rushing to get home on Friday nights, read my Bible, and watch Netflix, <laughs> and I was happy. Yes, it didn't. I didn't need somebody there just to have the physical presence of someone. I wanted to have the essence of someone. Mm. 
So, um, you know, in the course, we really break that down, mm-hmm. self-love down, the communication down. What else do we, we Go to the website. Yeah. <laughs> we have a we have a five week course coming up that we're launching. All the information is on uh, on the website whenlovealigns.com. We have a book coming out. Yes, that we're finishing is Dear Marriage: How Love Aligns or When Love Aligns. When Love Aligns. Again, my book is still out there. A Dear Future Wife, A Man's yes. Guide and Woman's Reference to Healthy Relationships. Yeah, um, and it's just the honor to serve and help yeah. anybody, whatever the juncture they are in their relationship, through our through our courses, just through our the the lives that we do through being here. So we thank you from the bottom yes. of our hearts for having us here. Yes. Because we really respect up. your show and what you're doing. Yeah, I'm yeah. telling, I'm telling yeah. you. I said, hey, it's 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 how God aligns. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how God aligns. We, stuff. we bring him on the singles panel. <laughs> bring him on the singles. Panel. Go, go talk on the singles panel. And we have a single speed dating at the event too. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so yes, that's gonna be interesting. So, yeah, that's gonna, and that's oh August the 13th to the 15th. Yeah. Uh, thank y'all so much. I'm gonna be dropping y'all IGs and y'all's website here at the bottom of the screen. Hey, y'all give it up for my new homies, Bashe and Tara, uh, Tara Williams. Yeah, got you back. We even now. There it is. Leon. Tara. We even know each other. So Tara. We got Tara Williams. Latarius. I got it right. What was she calling me at first? Latavius. 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 Y'all give it up for Bashe and Tara Williams. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming. Man, I hope this episode blessed y'all as much as it blessed me, man, talking to Bashe and Tara. I mean, it was really life changing. I'm going to watch this episode again and take some notes because I believe that I uh, they was dropping some gems, weren't they? A lot of tweetable moments, man. It was so powerful. So uh, mm, thank you all so much for uh, being guests on the podcast. Dear future wifey, I wonder what our love story will be. Will it be love at first sight or will it be a slow evolution? Are you someone I already know or are you someone I never knew existed? Are you local to my residence or do you reside in another state or even another country? Who knows? But one thing for certain, our connection will definitely be rooted and grounded in friendship. The first page of our romance novel will be how we became best friends. Our vulnerabilities connected our hearts and served as a safe place to build legacy. I was intentional with you from day one. I was first intentional about establishing an unshakable friendship. The intentionality transitioned into exclusivity after God spoke to my heart and confirmed in your spirit that we are purpose partners. Our purpose was sealed when we took intentional vows and said, I do, with tears moonwalking down our cheeks. I will celebrate every milestone with you. I will consecrate my mind to honor you in every way. I will serve you. I will elevate you to your highest potential. You are mine and I am yours. I love you. Your future hubby. Thank you for listening to the Dear Future Wifey podcast. Remember, be lit. Live intentionally and transparently. And don't stop loving Make sure to subscribe to our Dear Future Wifey YouTube channel. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. We welcome your support. Simply share our podcast with your friends and family. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.